Welcome to the first episode of Bones to Pick. I'm your host, Seamus, but I like to go by MadLad or by my online handle, Sir Skelly. Um, this is the start of a new podcast where I hope to talk about uh, a lot of different topics and things that bother me in a way. This is less of a kind of question and uh, philosophical kind of podcast as it is more of a kind of venting podcast. The best way I can describe how this podcast is going to go is that I will talk about certain topics or subjects that may include some heated rants or crestfallen memories. So, in this episode, I'm hoping to introduce myself a little bit and uh, possibly get a little bit of myself out there while at the same time uh, touching on a couple of topics. But, um, my name's Seamus. I am in my 20s. You know, I'm, I'm a redhead. And I, I enjoy a variety of things from climbing trees to fiddling around with the insides of computers, you know, from watching the sobby, lovey-dovey romantic movies to, you know, basically a rip-and-tear festival. From books to video games, I, I do it all. But, um, that being said, I do have a couple of tendencies that I am proud of such as I I have some anger issues, Um, I have a tendency to hold grudges, to overthink, and to assume when I shouldn't. But all those things, I do try to have reason before I act on those kind of emotions or impulses. So I try to keep everything within reason, but I can only be so human, so every once in a while, I just kind of fly off the handle. Um, but yeah, the today's topic I'd like to talk about is the feeling of people understand you, but you don't understand them. Um, recently, I've been going through a lot of, uh, episodes, and I'm not talking, like, PTSD episodes, or anxiety attacks, you know, heart palpitations, not, nothing of that sort. Episodes more as, like, kind of chapters in my day-to-day life, where I've started to pick up different things that have started to bother me yet I can't really express myself. Um, As it is right now, I do kind of stay in a little bit of a crowded household. And in that household that has conflicting interests and personalities, and not all of us want to be on the same page. Not to say that we don't get along or that everyone's at each other's throats. Um, Everyone is super friendly to one another. And, you know, we're basically super good friends. It's just the way that we go about things and the way that we talk to each other um, sometimes can be very misleading. 
and make it seem pretentious and maybe a little gaudy. Um, well, one of my one of one of the uh, fellow tenants, excuse me, one of the fellow tenants um, that's staying with me. Uh, he has a really bad case to try to one up me, almost like he's trying to steal some kind of spotlight. Um, and this is clearly seen um, when we're playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, even just trying to bring up little fun facts during normal conversations. He just seems to try to get a leg up on me. Now, normally, I wouldn't be, you know, like upset or really any kind of negative emotion towards this. I mean, you want to take the spotlight, that's fine. I don't want the spotlight. It's when you think that I have the spotlight and you have to try to take it from me even though I'm doing literally nothing to have spotlight. I'm just sitting there minding my own business going about things trying to have fun but the fellow tenant he, he just gives me this look every once in a while that just says your thunder's mine with this action. It, it like literally trying to tell me with his eyes saying that oh yeah I'm the king now baby watch me usurp this throne now if this was like a subconscious kind of thing where he didn't mean to do it I'd understand it completely I literally all it would take would be uh, okay that's a little, a little gaudy or a little uncalled for but you do you man and in the past, I've kind of caught him doing it, but it didn't seem intentional, and of course he apologized for it, but um, that was prior to when he started staying here, and I don't know, he's he's just gotten really competitive and uh, a little shady or sketchy is the best way to describe it, but back to the topic of understanding someone that doesn't understand you or you understanding yourself and not understanding them um in this past year I was homeless for uh well over half a year and during that time I was hitchhiking and surviving kind of day to day uh, across America. I've been to over uh, 14 states. Granted, I didn't stay very long in all of those 14 states. My time staying there was varied from, you know, days to weeks. Um, but I never stayed in one area more than about 14 days. Um, when I was doing that, I, uh, it, it, it made me kind of realize, you know, to, it made me realize to look at myself and kind of look at my limitations and, uh, you know, my, my caps, because in that kind of scenario, you need to know what you can and can't do. So I learned to survive and adapt quickly, and I, I found out 
you know, what's my stopping point in that kind of field. So I, I know myself. Um, granted, I can still confuse myself sometimes. I can still be misunderstood and mistaken. You know, everyone's brains plays tricks on them every once in a while. But going through something like that makes you mature uh, a lot faster and it makes you mature in a different way that a lot of people don't get because maturity nowadays comes from you know just simple mistakes and accidents and you know slowly easing into responsibilities and you know privileges all these different things given to you uh, and uh, you kind of learn from so you can adapt and then eventually take the strides into life um this this kind of method um that i took um i didn't want to take it but it was presented in front of me i had to grow up in a way that was more of survival instincts and more of concerns and paranoia and uh you know instead of maturing to the point where it's okay i can read down this entire list and i can give you a perfect definition of everything on this list my maturity was i can tell you everything you need to know on this page to survive and i will give you my descriptions of what these mean I may not have matured in the way that everybody else did, but I matured in the way that I needed to. Um, so I have a very different kind of personality than most uh, people around my age, because people around my age didn't go through something like that, understandably, and I, I'm not saying that's you know a bad thing. I'm actually very happy that they didn't have to go through what I did it just causes um misinformed uh decisions and responses and um a, a lot of overthinking when it comes to certain groups um like um I have so I have someone in my life that um they try they, they they try their best, I hope, <sighs> to my knowledge, um, to try to understand me. And I can understand them, you know, like, perfectly, in a way, you know. Well, a little airheaded, a little absent-minded here and there, forgetful. I understand that. That's fine. Um, it's... It's the thing that that gets me is um, they they think they know me uh, inside now, and the sad part is almost no one I know knows me inside and out, um, except for myself. Even then, I have my doubts. Um, so to, to have someone trying to kind of put their thumb on you and think that they have it when they completely miss the mark and you kind of throw them through a loop 
when they realize they don't have the mark, they get upset. Um, it, it's it, it's kind of aggravating because someone's basically getting mad over the fact that they thought they knew you better. And in certain situations, I can understand that, you know, say like significant others, um, your business partners, uh, that kind of field um, where you kind of really need to know who you have your back up against the wall with. Um, so, you know, you guys don't make stupid decisions or potentially harmful repercussions. So, um, yeah, like, I've, I've gone and done a lot, and, uh, this person in my life, they, uh, they constantly keep on trying to make remarks about it, and saying, like, well, I'm not you, I'm not you, you know, I didn't, I didn't do the things that you've done, blah, 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 and... I, I tell them exactly what I said just a minute or two prior and that's fine I don't want them to go through that I don't want them to know what it's like to live in a wooded area next to civilization hoping that you don't get caught by you know local authorities for camping out you know I, I don't want people to know what it's like to try to go into Walmart and steal just a can or two of food just so you can get to the next high you know highway so you can get a ride i don't want anyone to go through that i never want anyone to go through that it was a nightmare but at that same time i'd wish that people would understand you know like i've gone and done and seen things uh extraordinary and you know i've i have tons of stories and I, I can capitalize on a lot, a lot of stuff that I've done in my life, but no one understands. Yes, I could tell them all the stories I have saved up. I could tell them, you know, every night I've gone without eating food while I was hitchhiking, I could tell them all the times that it rained on top of me at the most unopportune times, but still wouldn't let them understand. They could comprehend, they could possibly relate in some ways, but they could never understand. And that's the thing that infuriates me, is that I don't want the world to understand me, I don't want all of my friends to understand me. If they did, awesome. But I just want people to know that I do things my way because it's my way. It's how I learned to do that thing. It's how I learned to adapt and overcome and survive. And I just don't want people to kind of like mislabel how I do things or, I don't know, say that how I'm doing things is wrong. Because they're... In my mind, there's a lot of things that you can't do wrong. You can have possible outcomes, 
you have different methods of doing things, but I don't say that a lot of things in life have the wrong answer. It's just the answer you choose is the answer you think is best at the time. I mean, if anyone tries to get on your case about hindsight 2020 kind of BS, then, you know, it's it's not worth your time. It's it's literally just that hindsight 2020. It, it's already happened. You know, you did what you could in the moment. Why should, you know, you catch flack for a decision that you thought was right? So, yeah, Mis- misunderstood people, man. I'm, uh, I'm telling you. But uh, sorry, that was a little, a little all over the place. We'll, we'll try to keep this next segment a little, a little more tidy. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing I'd like to talk about is communications. All right. I'm not about to say, oh yeah, let's get into the deets of a. AC-130's ham radio wavelength. No, I'm, I'm saying like, staying in touch with your friends, and uh, how how much talking to someone can really mean. So, um, yeah, communications. Say like, you're uh, you know you're about to go out to a party, right? And it's supposed to be like, like this really big shindig, and you're not entirely sure who all is going to be there, right? But nonetheless, your friends invited your friends invited you over, and they said, "Hey, it's going to be fun. Come on, you know, like don't even worry about it. Nothing's going to happen." Now, I don't know about um, my listeners, but uh, you know, if, say like. No, let's take for example, um, like if uh, you guys had a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, and, uh, and they literally were about to go do what I just said. They were about to go to this big ass party. You know, they don't know who all is going to be there. All they know is that their friends invited them, and that's supposed to be fun. And I personally. Uh, I I think that a lot of you would understand that uh, if it was me and say like my significant other just went to a party and didn't tell me I had like no clue where it was except for like oh it's at ex-friend's place oh okay thanks for giving me the vaguest amount of information. Um, I'd, I'd be pretty upset because in today's age, it's so easy to just pull out literally a supercomputer. Like, technology so advanced, we could probably send like 20 rockets to the moon, you know, w- without even thinking about it. We could just pull out these pieces of technology and just inform, uh, you know, that person uh, or even just check up on them or keep tabs it just baffles me that people are willing to do crazy things like that where potential danger 
resides or like potential uh, cases of emergency could happen that you wouldn't inform uh, you know the person that you consider to be most important in your life or a persons you consider to be the most important in your life it just it confuses me it's it's like if uh, you say you were doing a little laundry you know you were just kind of like uh, you, you your your friend was over your best friend in the world was over just got done staying the night everything like that you know you two are just fine having a having a good day and he was kind of talking about oh i might do something later but nah i think i'm just going to stay here and vibe with you for the rest of the day so you're like okay cool you're going to stay here and vibe with me the rest of the day i'm going to do a little laundry real quick i'll be right back so you go and do that laundry and then you come back and they're just gone just poof thin air you're like uh what the hell hello um and then like you go talk to them and like you don't hear anything back for like 20 minutes and then later it's like oh hey yeah i went to do this thing and it, it, to me that's like the ultimate smack in the face like you don't have like the common sense or decency to literally just come around the corner go into the next room it'll be like hey man i'm about to take off be safe love you or you know just like hey man i'm taking off take care like something like that just just announce that you're leaving instead of holy shit where did they go and like uh, are, what, what just happened and then you know like 20 30 minutes later you're like oh okay so they just kind of dipped without telling me you know that's to me that's a dick move um and something that happens to me uh, often uh, yeah, and like sometimes, yeah, you can, you know, if it escapes your head, you know, if like you two are best friends and you two are kind of used to coming and going, okay, every once in a while, I can see that, like, oh, sorry, yeah, it slipped my mind, I forgot to tell you, yeah, it just kind of came up, okay, fine, but if it's like every time they're over or every time they're around and like they start just kind of disappearing and then telling you um yeah that's that's the stuff that kind of drives me up the wall because it makes me really concerned and it um yeah it just worries me I'm, I'm kind of a worrisome man from time to time um so I I'm not expecting everyone to like always relay their plans to me or you know really just kind of like tell me their their schedule for the day like I'm not expecting that and nor am I wanting that I have you know like I hate to say it but I'm about to sit here and listen to you for 20 minutes talk about how you're gonna go to Dunkin and then you're gonna go ride around the park look at hot girls and cat call them because you know like I don't want to hear all that all, all I just want to know is that you're you're leaving is that you're literally leaving my abode. You're no longer at my household and you are going somewhere safe or at least somewhere where I know I can get to you and try to help you if something does come up. Um, so, yeah. If 
if you if you're one of those people that just kind of like dips without telling your friends that you're leaving or you're just you know like say you're a you're a kid that just says man screw this hellhole of a house i don't want to be here no more i'm dipping like even if you do hate your parents which like i can kind of relate to if you don't hate your parental units or if you do hate your parental units sometimes uh, they jump your case because they're worried you know and every once in a while all they really need is just a hey i'm i'm just going out i'm not going to do anything stupid or like a hey i'm just going over to this friend's place it's, it's simple as that even if they start getting upsetty with you and know i try to be like try to yell at you and demand things if it's really that bad and you leave like you know it, at least they'll know that you're going to be somewhere familiar and not in like imminent danger of being shanked by a stranger um granted depending on what kind of parents you uh you have or parent you are um you know, the, a lot of times I can see not telling them because, hey, you might, you know, be an abused kid and you just need to get get out of the house and literally just run away. If that's the case, yeah, then F them. Like, what's, you know, what's the point of telling them? But, you know, if, if you feel like you have decent parents and uh, you've been kind of like leaving the house a lot lately... <clears throat> excuse me, in the house a lot lately, and, uh, they seem to be, like, jumping your case a little bit more than usual, honestly, just, all, all they want is just confirmation that their offspring, literally their legacy, their descendant of their bloodline, is going to be okay, you don't have to be, you know, all, always on your phone, let them know what's going on, just like they don't need to be up your ass about with every detail of what you're going to do over your friend's house but a simple hey i'm going to x place or hey i'm going to be doing x thing i'll be home you know it it, it carries it goes it goes a long way but um yeah i don't know i just think it's really important that uh, people try to communicate you know like even with uh like some of my best friends to this day um we we forget <coughs> excuse me we forget to talk and uh you know just kind of like stay up to date because you know lives are busy but uh we we're, we're working on that because you know at the end of the day it's still your friends and uh you know you you need someone you can talk to I mean, understand that some people don't want to be talked to, and some people feel like that they shouldn't be talked to, or if they message their friends, they're just wasting their time, or, oh man, what's the point? They, they don't want to talk to me anyway. Like, that's never the case, man. Like, if it's your friend and you know it's your friend, they're going to talk to you. It may take them a little while, but they're going to talk to you. Just send them a message. Leave them a voicemail. Something. Give them a call. Like, it's okay. 
to talk to your friends because that's what friends are for. Friends are there to talk to you. So, um, yeah, just, uh, if you can, just hit up an old friend. You know, send a message to your best friend today. Just be like, hey, man, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad that we're friends. We kind of, like, keep up with each other. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that you're in my life. Uh, because, hey, man, I, I know I need to hear it every once in a while. So why shouldn't your friends hear it every once in a while? You know? Um, but friends are... Friends are super important. If you don't have any friends, then there are tons of ways you can make some. If you if you're one of those people that are too shy, or you don't have you think you don't have any friends, um, I, I hate to inform you, but there are tons of people that feel the same way. And that being said, since those people feel the same way as you, they're totally going to be more willing to try to talk with you and you know you two could easily start a bond it's just a matter of finding them you know and i'm it's not normally hard there's always tons of uh different websites and apps and uh forms and threads uh there's tons of different ways you can strike something up and all all it usually takes man to start a friendship is just a couple of words, you know, I crack, crack the door open with a joke, you know, with a, with a fun fact, a science fact, anything, just open up the door, man, just put yourself out there, because there's people that want you to put yourself out there, because they, they'd be more than willing to accept you into their life, because you never know, dude, you, you may be the, the perfect person in someone's eyes. No, I, let me let me let me rephrase that. In someone's eyes, you are the perfect person. Now, I'm not saying that. Oh yeah, you put yourself out over on Reddit asking for friends. You know, you just immediately gonna have inboxes full of people saying, "Oh, if you're God slash goddess, please let me rub your feet on my grilled cheese." You know, like that's not gonna happen right out of the gate. Um. Uh, like I said, there there are people, and if anything, I will I will gladly leave like my email and like my social media platforms, so that if you guys want someone to talk to, you can talk to me. Um, I I usually try to respond as fast as I can. And I try to keep my conversations pretty uh, light and in a happy-hearted mood. But there's always out. Uh, there's always someone out there wanting to talk. Um, and if you're just one of those people that want someone to, to just kind of like listen, there's people like that too. I can be that person. If you want someone to just kind of like sit there and rant and blow your head off and you just sit there and listen, there's people out there that will be willing to do that too. But in today's world, it makes no sense for someone to not try to reach out and talk to someone if they need someone to talk to. We have more than ample enough technology and the world is in 
a point where like everyone needs someone you know so it just kind of baffles me that someone be willing to sit there kind of like brood saying I have absolutely no friends absolutely no one to talk to and like it, it's it, what's what's the point my kind of argument to you is that if no friends and like a lack of someone talking to you is the whole reason why you're <clears throat> you're like just kind of giving up and not talking to anybody when they try to come and talk to you uh, I'm, I'm sorry you're being kind of a little bitch in today's world you literally have you go to a public library literally write down your name and get on one of the public computers and start talking to someone hell better yet go to a public library find someone who's reading a book that you like strike up a conversation if you aren't good with words pretend like you're you're mute or something flashcards a dry erase board something a backpack that has a bunch of different sound effects you can do so much so if you are one of those people that feel like you're alone and that no one's ever going to be your friend please don't think that because there are more than millions of people that be happy to sit down and have a conversation with you it's just a matter of keeping your chin up and just taking the first step and that leads me to uh, the final topic of my first episode is taking the first step towards new things or just taking the first step in general um taking the first step um is hard I understand that you know everyone does that's the whole point of the first step it's the hardest step to take because it's getting the ball rolling but um to me there's a lot of things that once that kind of situation is presented to you you shouldn't be kind of like thinking to yourself should I take the first step or should I try to like kind of let go underneath the rug and I step onto the rug um um like I'm telling you now taking the first step no matter what it is it's it just literally is for you to start saying all right let's get this over with like let's let's do this like uh like maturing and uh trying to grow up because one of my friends uh recently found out that he's going to be a father you know uh sometime later in the year and uh he's kind of refusing to uh drop these kind of habits and start picking up uh preferred tendencies uh, for this kind of lifestyle that he's going to be pursuing he just refuses to take the first step um now with the first step with a lot of things if it's small stuff like
don't see yourself being a dad. to get into the mindset of dad even if it is like six seven eight months away whatever that's still all the time that you're gonna need to get yourself whipped into what you need to be um and and just just like exercising you know like if you wake up one day and you look in the mirror you're like oh my god and that's all you all you can really just say. You just stare at the mirror and just say, Oh my god. That's the time where there's no uh there there shouldn't be a oh, okay, well since it's already this bad, might as well just let it go. They're like, hello? Do you need mental help? Um no. If if it's already to that point, take the first step. That literally should be a wake up call. So that's why I see the first step more as not a, okay, I'm taking the first step towards this, the long journey. When I see first step, this is a wake up. You're going to have to adapt. This is, you're going to have to learn how to survive with this lifestyle. This, like, you need to do this. Yeah, it's nice to think about it. Like, oh, yes, the first great journey down a hundred miles where I will finally be Kevin Bacon. Like, no. See, as, okay, this is my journey. I need this. This is my character redemption arc. I need this. If you look at it more, more like that, the first step gets a little less scary. And you start kind of seeing it as a necessity instead of kind of like a fear. And uh, like a procrastination reason, but um, yeah. So that was uh, bones to pick. My first episode. I was your host, Seamus, also known as Mad Lad, and I will try to make uh, more of these and possibly a little bit more refined. But as always, I will see and hear you guys in the next podcast. Stay safe. Much love. Sir Skelly out.